the fourth book of Moses called Numbers. In the book of Numbers, chapter 1, starting at verse 1, you will find these words. Now the Lord spoke to Moses in the wilderness of Sinai, in the tabernacle of meeting, on the first day of the second month, in the second year after they had come out of the land of Egypt, saying, Take a census of all the congregation and of the children of Israel, by their families, by their fathers' houses, according to the number of names, every male individually. From 20 years old and above, all who are able to go to war in Israel, you and Aaron shall number them by their armies. In our series of lessons, asking the question, what's in the Bible anyway? Today, we are looking at the book of Numbers, the first chapter of the book of Numbers. Reverend Butler, what's in the Bible anyway? In the Bible is wisdom. In the Bible is instruction. In the Bible is life. Children, if you want to live what you might call a successful life. In order to do it God's way and to be truly successful, you can find the answers in the Word of God, which we also call the Bible. And right now, as we're taking our journey, asking the question, what's in the Bible anyway? We find ourselves entering into an, a journey, which the book of Numbers is all about. It's about the journey of the children of Israel as they are journeying toward the promised land. And that land being Canaan land. For the children of Israel, the Canaan land was the land of promise. The land of promise where they wouldn't have to suffer anymore. It's the land of promise where there would be things that, there would be houses that they didn't build. There would be fields that they didn't cultivate. There would be food to eat that they didn't plant. It said it was the land of milk and honey. The promised land. And so for every believer today, Canaan land represents heaven. It's a place that God in Christ Jesus has promised us that will be no more tears and no more suffering. No more pain. There will be houses there that you didn't build. And there will be food to eat that you didn't plant. And there will be pleasures that you didn't create. It's in heaven. Jesus said that I go to the Father. And when I go to the Father, I go to prepare a place for you. And if I prepare a place for you, I will come back to you and receive you to myself. 
that where I am, you will be also. In heaven, also known as Canaan land. And so in the book of Numbers, this story is a story of a journey. A journey through a place called the wilderness of Sinai. In the book of Numbers, we see that God told Moses and Aaron to count the numbers of the families, which is called a census. Their census is no different than our census today. There's every, what, four years? Ten years that we have a census, and all of the people of our nation are counted. But in this story, the census was for much more. The census was to count those who were in generation one who would not be there in generation two. Now somebody might say, why won't they be there? They won't be there because they were disobedient to God. On this journey that they're taking from where they are to Canaan land, there is a lot of opportunity to do that which is not pleasing to God. And what we find in this story is that the children did not Make it, those who were 20 and older, because they were rebellious against the Lord. The, the story lets us know that it was only a few days' journey from where they were to Canaan land. But because they would not heed the word of the Lord, they spent 40 years going around in circles when they could have been a few days into Canaan Land. This morning, there is an encouraging word for you today. That you can make your life a much more successful and productive journey if you heed the words of the Lord. If you don't try to do your life the way you think you ought to do it, and do it according to what the Lord says do, then your life will be much more comfortable and much more successful instead of spending your time going around in circles. And if we notice in the book of Numbers that the children of Israel were gathered together. We've been talking about this over and over again, and that is what the congregation here at the church is all about. It's about gathering together. Um, okay. All right. It's about gathering together and hearing the word of the Lord so that you can get instruction and wisdom in what God wants you to do. And today, those children were instructed in the things of God so that when they made their journey, that it would be quick and it would be painless. Even 
even though it was through the wilderness of Sinai. Now for us today, God is teaching us what we are to do and what not to do. How we are to treat our brothers and sisters, how we are to love one another and not mistreat one another. How we are to do things God's way. But unfortunately, most likely there will be some within this congregation who will believe that they can do it their own way. And I'm here to warn you that if you try to do it any other way except God's way, what you will find is that you will be spinning around in circles year after year, decade after decade, getting nowhere because you thought you were smarter than God. And I'm here to say don't take that path. Even though your friends may try to convince you to go another way, that may be easier. The devil is always waiting for the opportunity to trip you up and trick you up into doing something that is unpleasing to the Lord. And so for each of you today, as you are beginning to grow up to be adults, some of you are a lot closer than others. You've got to be careful of this one thing. Your friends and even your own mind may tell you that your life is so different than everybody else's. I'm living a life that nobody else is living. Those who are older than me don't know what I'm going through because they haven't lived during the time that I'm growing up. But I'm here to let you know that there is nothing new under the sun. Everything that you will go through Others have gone through as well. It may not look just like your day. Your day may be a day of technology when others weren't. But people haven't changed. And the wisdom of God has not changed. It hasn't become outdated just because it's the 21st century. Listen to those who have gone before you and take their godly counsel. For those adults that are here in your congregation, when they try to tell you something, listen to them. That's right. Because they've already made a whole lot of uh, trips and a whole lot of failures that you don't have to go through. You want to be counted in the number that went in the Canaan land. Oh, yeah. You want to be able to know that your life is secure in Jesus Christ. That you have got your business fixed and that your heart is set and yet your mind and body and soul is Jesus Christ. Because in this text we find that after the 30 years, what happened is in the book of Numbers that everyone that was counted that was of the age 20 and older died. They never entered into Canaan land. Why? Because they thought they were smarter than God. They thought they wanted to do things their own way. And so God put them in a position to where they would not enter Canaan land, but they would die. They would see it, but never enter it. How bad and how sad it must have been to see that glorious place that they all dreamed of, but they couldn't enter in just because they thought they could do it better their own way. So children, today I'm saying don't do it your own way. Do it God's way. And listen.
listen to those who've been counted before you in the body of Christ. Listen to those Christians. Listen to your parents and other elders above you who have already been to places you're going to go so that you don't have to go down those roads so that you can be secure in knowing that your day is coming, that when Jesus comes back for his church, that you will be in that number. And so today, this is just a very short message to let you know that you are not without someone to give the wisdom that you need to be able to live a successful life. That you are counted in a number. The very fact that you are in this room today shows you that God cares about you. He cares about you so much that he has made a way for you to be here, to hear the word of God, to be instructed. Not to be disobedient to your parents, not to be disobedient to leadership, and not to think that you know it all. When I was your age, a lot of you, I thought I knew it all. And I've spent a lot of years dealing with issues that I shouldn't have had to deal with. Because I was disobedient. Older, I have been dealing with some issues longer than most of you have been alive. All because I didn't listen. And I'm here to let you know that if you listen to your parents, if you listen to your leaders, if you listen to the word of God and obey it, you will have success in your life. And you won't have to work as hard as some who don't obey him and spin around in circles. Because it is only because of their disobedience that they spent 37 years, children. The Israelites spent 37 years spinning around in circles when it only was a few days journey. And don't think because these people lived way back in 1443 B.C. that you're so much smarter and that this doesn't apply to you. It applies especially to you. Because these words were written that you might have warning and that you might have encouragement to do the things that you need to do so that you don't follow the same path they did. And so today... For those of you who do not know our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, the doors of the church are open. The doors of the church are open for you. If you can say in your heart, I really don't know Jesus Christ. I have not asked him into my heart. You can come today. You can get to know the Jesus who has all the wisdom and all the instruction to make your life successful. Today is the day of salvation. You can come today. What you want to do is you want to say, Lord, I'm a sinner and I need a savior. Lord, would you come into my heart and would you live in me? I want to be pleasing to your master. I want to do the things that you want me to do. I don't want to spin around for 37, 47 years of my life trying to figure out 
what I'm going to do next. But you want a smooth road. The Bible says that God can make crooked roads straight. And you want to be with him. That whenever you're going through a tough time in your life, that he'll be there to guide you. The Bible says, though you go through the valley of the shadow of death, God will be with you if you trust him today. You can trust him. Why don't you come today? Savior Jesus Christ you can get to know him today he loved you so much that out on a hill called Calvary they stretched his arms wide and they lifted him high but nobody took his life but he gave his life for you he died that you wouldn't have to die a death in hell he loved you so much that he demonstrated his love towards you that while you were yet sinners, he died. So if you don't know him today, why don't you come? Because he's willing to save your very soul. You can come today. Come today. Amen. Amen. None came, but there's still plenty good room. Amen. God bless you.